apparently the way your lips go when you say apple is how your model face looks. And everyone just goes like this. <laughs> All right, people, welcome back to the Ducks Across the Pond podcast. Before we get into it, stop laughing at the intro. <laughs> All right, people. Yeah. Hey, all right, anyway, before, before we get into it, um, what are we guys? What what are you guys thinking about the stuff that's happening in MLB at the minute? You know, like um, Deacon obviously you lost your favorite player to the Red Sox, and uh, it is. It just means the Red Sox will lose more. Oh, no. I mean, the Red Sox won't win anyway, but that's my actual fear. That's my actual fear, you know. It's it's the fact that they'll make all these signings to try and get, you know, like. They'll try. They'll do all these signings to make you know them just sort of mediocre. And like you're treading water, mate. Honestly, the Red Sox will just they'll keep your signing players to stay where you are and not fall further behind. Oh yeah, did you see? Um, they're basically trying not to get demoted to a AAA team. Oh, imagine if that was a, like imagine if relegation was a thing in baseball. That's like oh. them playing Rocket League and almost getting put in unranked again. <laughs> If anyone knows Rocket League, you know <laughs> that was a very niche reference, Deacon. It's true, it happened. We were in bro- bronze, is the lowest level you could be, and we almost got unranked when you go below bronze. Wow. wow. <laughs> Thanks, Deacon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm goated on the sticks. That's all right. No, I don't, I don't even know, though. The Red Sox, they can. I mean, you're losing Jackie Bradley Jr. as well, no? You're, unless you re-sign him, he's a free agent. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw much about uh, the end of the Red Sox season. Nobody else, nobody did other than Red Sox fans. But um, Jackie Bradley did like a full-on photo shoot in center field at the end of like the last game that he played. So right, that's so that signaled the that, end. That only, that only, yeah, <laughs> that <clears throat> only players that are never coming back do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it doesn't look too promising, especially, I mean, the teams all around you are, are strengthening by the looks of it. You got the, I don't think enough has maybe been said about the, the Blue Jays, who I think could be as exciting. I don't, I don't know many teams, the Padres, they could be easily the same hype that the Padres have. Uh, maybe they're a season behind where the Padres could be, but um, they signed, I think, Semyon, I mean, all the attention went to George Springer, but, and yeah. rightly so, but, uh, Semyon got a, he only got a one year, I think it was 18 million, but one year deal. So you got to think that if they're chucking out one year deals, they're, they're in, they're in it. <laughs> Going they're for in it, it yeah. to win it this year. Yeah. So, uh, no, it'll be interesting to see how they play. Um, but speaking of the Padres and the Blue Jays, if they somehow met in the World Series, I don't think there could be a more, more oh, exciting matchup. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what guys, you guys think would be the, uh, the best matchup. I couldn't think of something better than that. As a well, I could see the Giants there. That would be better. But I can see uh, being realistic. I mean, I, for me, I, I've got to be honest. I see it as Dodgers. It's I for me. I think it's going to be Dodgers White Sox. Maybe that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. Dodgers have lost some. Thing is, Dodgers are a unit, right? As in, everyone that played on that team did stuff. Like it wasn't like you had. Obviously, you had mm. some like really good players that. Consistently do stuff, but we lost Hernandez and Peterson. And like, if you yeah. look at like they, they're really key components as well. Like, I don't know what they're doing to fill the gaps, but 
But you've also not got a replace. You've not done anything with Justin Turner yet, have you? Is that looking likely? Or I th- I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet. I thought they would have done something I, about no, it. I doubt. The thing is, I doubt he'll leave LA because uh, not just like because he likes the Dodgers, just because everything he does around the city as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he has a fallen charity going in L- in LA, mm. doesn't he? Yeah, he seems like a fan favorite as well. I can't imagine him anywhere else. Um, yeah, it would seem very strange. Yeah, well, I, we you know Red Sox fans couldn't imagine Mookie anywhere else. Oh, <sighs> cry later, mate. Yeah, no. LA there for the rest of his career. Yeah. Oh, he's doing well. You, gotta, you know, the worst thing about like the Dodgers right now is that you can't even argue that like they're not a great team. Like, uh, the, uh, there are many missing, missing, like missing points. There's everything. Well, especially last year, they're obviously kind of holes now. If you, um, the, the depth that Kike Hernandez got, and then because he could play, he played a bit of outfield as well, right, Deacon? Yeah. I think he's played everywhere but court for the Dodgers. Right. So he played, had a bit of outfield depth with him and then Jock Peterson as well. So are you now, does AJ Pollock become a main, like I, he played pretty, he had a pretty good season last season, but does he become a left regular left fielder? I'm not sure. Um, I don't know, to be honest, because you still have Chris Taylor playing outfield. Of course. Yeah. There I was hoping that there wasn't going to be a very deep squad and then you keep rattling <clears> off names that would stroll into the Giants team. Well, so say, say Justin depressing. back, we'd have Turner at third, Seager at... Sh- Wait, no, Seager might... No, Seager's a free agent next year. Have Seager at short, probably Gavin Lux at second base because of he- Kike not being there anymore. I'm not sure if Muncy's... I think Muncy's still there. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, he's not a free agent, first, I don't think. First Do you think Bellinger will move out to outfield permanently? Huh? Do you think Bellinger will move out to outfield permanently? Yeah. I mean, he won a gold glove there in right field. <laughs> that was so, like, matter of fact. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, he, he, he could play first base if they need him to. But I'm pretty sure he'll just keep playing center field. I respect that so much. You know, you know when like a, a player will just be like, yeah, I can play that. Of course I can. You know, like that attitude of like, put me anywhere on the field, I'll, I'll make it happen. But I think for a, if a player like Bellinger, if he really wants to to kind of flex his, you know, like we see Mike Trout in the outfield, I don't think there'd be quite the same. It's easier to have a greater hype, I think, if you're a center fielder than a, a first baseman. It's, it's true. slightly more... I mean, look at yeah. Freddie Freeman. Nobody really, you know, talks about the season he just and had like Jose, and Jose, Jose Abreu. Like it's they've had, and Freeman's had season after season, just yeah. like quality, quality numbers. And it's yeah, he's mentioned, but like it's, I don't think he or Abreu get quite the hype they deserve oh. if they played any other. <laughs> Pretty sure Mike Trout hasn't won a gold glove though. I think that's the only one because really? Kevin Meyer always beats him. Kiermaier has, yeah. Kevin Pillar has never won one, which always surprises me. Yeah, like um, Cody Bellinger yeah, has, yeah, a, has. He's got to compete with Kiermaier. Huh? Yeah. He's got to. They both have to compete with Kiermaier. Mm, and yeah. Kiermaier has won how many platinum gloves? Like three? A horrible amount of platinum yeah. gloves. Yeah. Well, let, let me well speaking, of, speaking of platinum gloves, the, uh, the king, 
has gone to the Cardinals now. The king of yeah. platinum gloves. He has. Oh. I mean, are there oh, good, signings, good signing for defense and offense or just defense, you think? They were basically gifted. Like, the Cardinals have been basically gifted Nolan yeah, Arenado. <laughs> they, got, take- they, got, they got 50 million cash as well. And oh, all they bro. had to trade back was none of their top 10 prospects. Bro. Yeah, it's strange. It probably <laughs> hits a little hard for, uh, for Matt getting not a lot of return for a, a franchise. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, no, 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 it's not even a dig. It's true. Like, it's <laughs> I mean, we got, we got Alex Verdugo and two guys that probably come up next year. Um, but yeah, no, I, mean, I, saw, I saw a perfect tweet from um, Jed, you know, Ch- Tigers JUK. That was like, um, uh, there's something, there's something wrong with MLB right now. Where you know, like, guys are just being basically thrown away by the clubs because the, you know, the ownership and GM don't want to spend on, you know, the best talent in the team. And it's just, it's, it's so yeah. rough for fan bases. I, I'm, I'm sure Colorado are like, what are we doing right now? But they've, I, it's surprising they've never really. They've had what Trevor Story for a fair few years. They got, I mean, they they had He's like a free agent a great. Next year. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably flip him at some point. But they had Charlie Blackman, <laughs> Nolan Arnado. They had DJ LeMahieu, and never really. Yeah, they got to the wild card. Yeah, or did they make the division series? Did they beat the Diamondbacks. There was a Rockies Diamondbacks wild card game that was crazy. Um, they may have gone home, but. They made the division series once, I think, but still, like they never really clicked. And they signed Wade Davis, and that was going to be big. And then, I don't know. Everyone just it stalls a little bit in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's kind of weird. They have those three or four guys that can play like really well, but the rest of the team around them isn't quite, quite there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's where you can sort of understand the maybe getting rid of Arenado because like that contract can maybe in a way bring up the entire like that the freeing up of the money can probably bring up a few guys rather than just the same amount they're paying for one guy in Arenado they can probably bring up like two or three good guys to replace him in different positions and you never know Arenado might have been asked to get traded or something I, I well, think he always, is... he's been open to it for a few years, I think. Yeah, he's I... Wanted, if Colorado were going to push, he wanted to stick at it. But uh, he did a, I saw something with uh, Dallas Braden and uh, Jared Carabas a few years back where he was saying you know, he was pretty open to the idea. Of, he has, because he's had like a no trade clause and everything, but he just was like, yeah, get me out of here if I can go somewhere that, that's more committed to winning. Like the guy, he's a big crazy when it comes to I mean great the guy you want your team right he's gonna go mad to win but uh, I think he'll be a good I mean yeah Cardinals fans would be delighted I'm sure yeah oh yeah I'm sure I'm sure yeah. they're loving it <laughs> yeah it's very good for the Cardinals who do you think will win those platinum gloves now you've got uh, Lindor in the National League as well well it's still gonna be Arenado at third base isn't it um well, yeah, oh, yeah it's sure. One, one or two, I think. Who? Remember, um, huh? Who? Who won the? Indoor. He's won. He's won at least one platinum glove. He has won. Oh yeah. To to go back to what Aiden said before, um, Kiyomaya has one platinum glove and three gold gloves, which is pretty impressive. 
Um, yeah, that is impressive. Uh, Rizzo won the f- National League first base goal glove. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that guy is an extremely good first second? baseman. Well, right, is that his second? Is Rizzo second? Uh, let me. He's it's his fourth, his third straight, and his fourth in the last five years. Jeez! And he won the platinum yeah. gold glove in 2016. So, yeah, I feel like he kind of. It's. They, I mean, the Cubs are weird, aren't they? I can't quite work out what they're doing, but yeah. Um, that central division again, it, it always kind of gives off so much hype, and then disappoints. I, I, I don't know. It never quite, I don't feel quite medium. The, the same. Yeah. It doesn't quite pan out and live up to it. But hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully it will do. But yeah, just, just whilst, whilst we're, you know, all a bit amped up at the fact that, you know, the, the Rockies are throwing away their best player. What do we think of the, uh, <laughs> nobody ended up in the hall of fame this year? Shocking. Is it is the fact of nobody yeah, ended how, up on the Hall of Fame or somebody that actually Giants, in the Hall of Fame? How do the Giants fans feel? <laughs> I I mean, uh, it's nobody's gonna like witness. You've let everyone we've because it was a question we've asked. I think almost every guest so far, and everyone. I don't think anyone said that they think. I remember J Rod had a very quite passionate response to it. Mm. Um, and he mentioned, you know, you're depriving who was such a, like it was, he was Barry Bonds before my time in baseball, but I, mean, I think Gerald was saying that he, you know, grew up with Barry Bonds and it was, uh, you know, you're almost depriving so many people of someone who was such a, a figure in their lives. So, uh, it just seems, it just seems bizarre that you would, but it's in tune with everything that MLB does. It's, you know, you could flip yeah. Barry Bonds into like a, hero kind of figure and could be so powerful for the game but then you you kind of lock him away and don't embrace the fact that because yeah okay I, I mean I, the you know I don't know that much about the nitty gritty of it but like the guy you can't tell me he wasn't still incredibly good at baseball and whether yeah. the Hall of Fame regardless like you still have to turn on Turn of the ball that way, you know, that that's not it didn't yeah. he wasn't rubbish and then he took drugs and became great. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not that's not how it's it like, works. Um, I, Eric Sims said it quite well in a tweet. He said, if Mike Trout is taking creatine right now and playing better than everyone else who is also on creatine, and then creatine somehow gets banned next year or becomes illegal, but he keeps taking it along with everyone else that was already taking it, and he gets caught, he still deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a sign of the times, isn't it? You'd fall you if, if that's the if the bar is set at taking PDs, then uh, as it's the steroid era, you know, if everyone's doing it, if you don't, then you fall behind the pack. So yeah, in a way, overall, it's a bit sad that people started taking them anyway. But I mean, it happened, and it's like it's not well. Actually, Kenny Lofton said. Um, he was on an episode of Bauer Bites and he said that he thinks that uh, PEDs were worse than Astros uh, stealing signs. Because he said, he said that when they, if you steal signs, you know what pitch is coming, but you don't know the location or anything like that. You, just, you can just get on time with it, really. But he said with the PEDs, you could be, be late you could, you could be late and you could still hit the ball much harder than 
like anyone that wasn't on them. He said, for example, if you weren't on them and there was a fastball inside and you were late, you might get like a ground ball like weekly to third base or something like, like if you're a lefty, like off the handle. If you take PEDs because you're you're a bit quicker, that that hit that would be a weak weak hit would be a hard line driver in infield. Yeah. I think but the 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 weirdest thing is like we see both sides. Obviously, as players, we see both sides of the argument. You know, we see we see the fact that he took PEDs and, you know, was playing better than everybody else. But at the same time, we see how, how hard baseball is. And it's not, you know, it's not as simple as he took PEDs, which made him that much better than everybody else. He was still outworking tons of people to be a professional baseball player and to exactly. be the best professional baseball player there is. So it's like... But I guess, I don't know. It's a tricky one, isn't it? We don't know. Yeah. Actually, there's been a lot more talk about other teams kind of dabbling with sign stealing and I suppose if it turns out that a lot of teams were actually using some sort of method of stealing signs that's against the rules of the game then it, I guess that's you're diluting it aren't you but if if the Astros given there were so many people taking performance enhancing drugs mm. um, and even to this day to point you know Robinson Cano's out for another season isn't he but I guess if everyone's doing it then it becomes less bad I think the well, Astro's well, I, thing, if it's an isolated thing, it's worse. Mm. Mm. Well, the thing is, is that like when technically, yes, they used a camera to steal signs and they had people like kind of analyzing it so they know what they're doing. But if you, in a way, obviously it's very situational, but if there's a runner on second, that's why pitchers and catchers use sequences. Yeah. So, but the, yeah, that, that's my thing. The runner can't play the sign to the hitter so he knows what's coming. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a few things where I've seen like, um, you know, the, the, I mean, obviously as a Red Sox fan, I can't be like, oh, uh, you know, the Astro the terrible stealing signs when, you know, the Red Sox had the Apple Watch issues, you know, where the, the coaches were being transmitted the pitch, the pitches on an Apple Watch in the dugout and all sorts. So, you know, there's too many investigations against the Red Sox for like me to be saying, oh, the Astros are terrible, but. Um, um, you can still uh, not be proud of the fact your team did it that's fine yeah I, I mean as, yeah. as a fan of baseball you are speaking right now yeah uh, but yeah yeah thank you Dickie yes um, it's it's one of those things like sign stealing has been a thing throughout baseball like for you know it's it's a weird one because like obviously when you have a runner at second base and you're stealing signs it's completely different to <laughs> banging a you know garbage can yeah. so that because as much as uh, you'd be stealing signs at second base you, the, the guy at second base might still get it wrong you know but that's I think that's also such a skill if you're on second base and you can decipher the like sequence and then also mm-hmm. find a way to slyly communicate that to the batter who's also trying to then time up a 98 mile an hour two seamer it is like hit like in, inside you know that like fair enough like if you can if you that's skillful like that I think that's what it comes down to for me is that it's if you're able to take those kind of advantages and yeah teams pitchers don't like it catchers don't like it but if you if you it shows a method like an element of skill if you can work that out and then communicate that yourselves yeah. like I'm all for that but if you're using like electronics to to 
that's just cheating. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's no place for that, I don't think. Even with the non-electronic side, you have to be careful, though. Because you said, obviously, pitchers and catchers won't like it. And they won't. You just have to be careful. If you get caught, just prepare yourself to yeah. get hit. Yeah. Is that a warning? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not a, it might happen. It will happen. It might yeah, not be the next back Save you'll the expect the next, next Mets Legends game. And then you'll get, you'll get no, nailed. That, it's you one know, of those things that it, it. it's completely, it's completely part of the game. Like it's, it, you have to, <laughs> when you're still inside the second base, you sort of know if the, if the catcher notices it, like it's going to, you know, the the pitcher's then going to turn around and scream at you and say, what are you doing? You know, like it's just part of the game. It's one of those things. Yeah. But then get, get better, get a better sequence. I don't know. Like, but, but that's, that's what, good. that's exactly what happens. It just, the catcher will change the sequence because he knows you're doing it. Yeah. So, you know, it, I don't know how the thing is, though, I don't know how they figure out the sequence. Yeah, like the, uh, that's why it's impressive. I mean, what what did Granky do this season? Granky was like, ah, oh, second sign. You know, he shouted to yeah. his catcher, telling him what. <laughs> I thought that was pretty sick. Yeah. You know? Didn't he strike the guy out after doing that as well? Yeah, he was showing him the signs and then threw it. And he, he started yeah. doing a. Yeah. That guy's a different breed. So the other week we sent out a tweet saying, what are you most looking forward to in the next baseball season when you're playing? Uh, we got quite a few responses, uh, really good responses that Matt has now. Can read yeah. Out. I mean, let's, let's start with Kent, Kent Mariners. Um, this is worded very nicely, actually. A 9.30 a.m. start, which, you know, we can all feel. That feeling when you, <clears throat> that feeling when you know that, freaking Jesus Christ. First one's from Kent Mariners. A 9.30 a.m. start. That feeling when you know that it is going to be a warm one, setting up the fields, few stretches and half a f- So thanks to Ken Mariners, a 9.30 a.m. start. That feeling when you know that it is going to be a warm one, setting up the field, few stretches and a jog, the first hit in BP, throwing and getting set. The game about to start. That day will be a great day. Yes, it will. Agreed. You can pick. You it can sure picture. It. Will you actually? You can you know, picture. I might. It. Be, I might start the season off like I did last season on the first pitch. I hit the first guy. Yeah. Had <laughs> Just drill somebody in the back first pitch of the season. Let's put. Let's start my whip off high. Yeah, Matt from British Baseball Podcast um, said, "I'm looking forward to my first season with uh, playing with Manchester Baseball." I mean. Can you all remember your first seasons? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I yeah. fully... Uh, I definitely can. Yeah. It, the, that first season is going to be insane for Matt. My, my um, first season that I remember, I hit two grand slams in one game. Jesus. All right. Well, no pressure. Quick. No pressure, Matt. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> enjoy your first season. <laughs> but, you know, it, I was six, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> nah, that will be awesome, though. No, There's no better feeling, to be honest. Like, yeah, first game. First game, yeah. Getting, getting them. You know, if you especially, I mean, Matt's watched uh, done so much for British baseball now, and has watched loads, and you know, seen it from one perspective to then have the other perspective of being in amongst it is is just awesome. It's great. He's, he's putting yeah. in the work. He's putting in the work. I know that. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Doing the smart performance stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Clifton Pirates said new players, new equipment, and hopefully a new mound. Lots to look forward to. Hashtag Nottingham, hashtag Clifton Pirates. 
the Birmingham Birmingham baseball have like oh yeah to like redo their field and they've got mm-hmm. like and their their plan is to have proper uh like clay like bricks for mm-hmm. the mound and the batter's box and stuff yeah nice new diamonds popping up everywhere it's nice it is yes sir oh. yes sir friends Scottish friends Baseball Scotland said a return to competition will be fantastic, but above all else, a return to seeing friends. That's what baseball's all that's about. What, that's what we're like. That's what we're like up yeah. there. Absolutely. Yeah, at, least read, at least Matt read that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, hey, if, if, it's one, if it's one sentence, I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, or if it has normal grammar. <laughs> no, it just, it's not even. It's not even about that. It's like first grade English. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's if I decide I can read. <laughs> All right, then Hearts Baseball said, "In the depths of winter, we focus on the prospect of glorious summer days hanging out at the ballpark." And then they put a little throwback to 2016 at Grove Hill. Yeah. I, I'm sure I think all of us have played at Grove Hill at one point or another and yeah it's yeah. a very nice place to go and play depends on the weather though yes I've played Mudfield mm, Spring or... League Sp- Spring League when yeah. you're trudging through mud to go and play your game yeah or when it's in August and you're breaking knee sliding mm, yeah oh, and the, the pants get ripped out ripped up you got to get a new purse straight after the game. <laughs> uh, Travis, Travman, said, hearing that familiar phrase, let's play ball, that means we are there on the diamond ready to give it our all. Yeah, I think anybody who's played baseball at any point and heard that phrase that fires you up. You're ready to go after that. I'm not going to lie, I don't think I've ever, ever heard anyone say that on a field. Like, the really? Like you hear it in Wii Sports all the time. They're like, I mean, way more. But you never hear it. You never hear that in real life, do you? I'd love to run out onto the field with someone just going, play ball. I mean, you always have somebody shouting it at, at you know MLB games and stuff like that. But yeah, we don't get it. I mean, you ha- you have so the umpire you know, play. Yeah, just <laughs> to get the youngest guy on the field just to like run out. Just before it, <laughs> the, the rookies have to run. The first guy in the first <laughs> yeah. game, he just was play ball. I think this is what he's going to buy Matt uh, or something. Reading <laughs> 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 That's brilliant. Nice. Yeah, I, I think that that'd be a huge flex for Deacon at the start of next season. <laughs> just stood, stood on the stood on the mound, screams play ball, and then just being somebody in the back. Oh yeah, oh, I love it. When you as soon as you're watching this uh, or listening to this uh, podcast, there'll be a tweet live <laughs> on our account, which will be a poll for what videos you would like to see. That we have come up with some ideas, and if you feel free, feel free to drop some of your own video ideas that you might see us. Want to see mm. us uh, in the future? Definitely. Podcast ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like away from our computer screens. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah. Please. We, we would love some outdoor activities yeah. to do. 
Obviously, when, when we're allowed to, that is. <laughs> I mean, we can all do separate things and then send it in, but... Oh, I like as that. A group, I like as a group in time, if you and want also, to send that. Maybe we'll put out a tweet asking uh, if you should set up a TikTok or not for Ducks Across. Oh, sure. please vote no. <laughs> nah, come on. Should we make it under maps? One where they throw it to each other. And they catch oh. it. <laughs> oh. Wow. In which case, yeah, let's Love not it. do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Anyway, thanks for watching. Make sure, obviously, now to subscribe to our YouTube. There's going to be lots more stuff coming in the hopefully near future. But, you know, it's up to Boris. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Peace.